Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. This podcast contains strong language and adult humour, so don't play it out loud. This is my favourite film. So imagine if this is the one you hate. Yeah. (laughs) Well, from the description, I don't think I'm going to hate it. You've seen the description? (gasps) You cheated. (laughs) Well, someone, kind of by accident, because I was talking to someone about the podcast because they asked about it. And um, they were like, oh, what film are you watching next? I said, oh, The Big Six. And he was like, oh, that's a romance. It is. And I was like, oh. So, I mean, I, okay, I found out the genre. I didn't find out the description. <laughs> well, I mean, that's enough. Uh, no, this is, it's a romantic comedy. Um, uh, I'm going to tell you who wrote it. Uh, and uh, be- Before I tell you about the film, because it's important that you know who wrote it. Uh, it is written by Kamal Nanjiani and Emily V. Gordon. And was directed by Michael Showalter. That's a fun name. Showalter. Yeah. Showalter. Showalter. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The reason I told you who wrote it first is because it's based on their real life relationship. Oh. And how they met. Um, Aww. I know, sweet. Oh, if they break up, this is bad. (laughs) (laughs) They've been married since 2007. I don't think they're going to divorce anytime soon. Okay. Well, fingers crossed. I, yeah, I oh God. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Kamal is a Pakistani comic who meets an American graduate named Emily at one of his stand-up shows. As their relationship blossoms, he soon becomes worried about what his traditional Muslim parents will think of her. When Emily suddenly comes down with an illness that leaves her in a coma, Kamal finds himself developing a bond with her deeply concerned mother and father. Oh, I said that really professionally. <laughs> you did! It's because I really fucking like this film. <laughs> oh, yeah. Exciting? Interesting? Yeah, I didn't... I was Because it was about a comic, I wasn't expecting it to be sad. Like, oh, obviously. in places? Comas are sad. Oh, it's, no. But it is still one of the funniest films I've ever seen. Uh, this oh, was okay. probably the funniest film of the year it came out. And to put that into context, this is the same year as Girls Trip, a film we're watching later in the list. And uh, also, of course, who can forget A Bad Mum's Christmas Ah So the greatest comedy of all time came out that year A Bad Mum's Christmas Ah, it means nothing to me Oh, it's terrible Uh, I was going to say, I assume you're mocking this A Bad Mum's Christmas? Yeah Mm, Okay Uh, The film stars Kamal Nanjiani Zoe Kazan, Holly Hunter Ray Romano, Adil Akhtar And Anupam Kerr, among others uh, are you excited? Are you worried? I'm a little worried now that I'm going to get really upset. Um, <laughs> no, I think, um, although rom-coms aren't my favourite genre... Because you don't uh, like happiness. <laughs> I don't... I, I hate happiness. I just don't... I don't agree with it. Um, no, I just... I think it's... Although some rom-coms are really good, they're, like, they are really funny, I think sometimes they're kind of too sappy and kind of it's just a bit eh but so that's kind of why I provide action comedies because I feel like there's again my problem with Mean Girls that there wasn't enough at stake and sometimes I feel like oh don't worry the stakes are fairly high in this one yeah I was going to say if she's in a coma <laughs> then probably stakes are pretty high uh, I'm not going to worry too much about that bit so this this looks like it's one I'm going to enjoy but 
I would say uh, the fact that it is a rom com. I love comedy. I like the laughs. Mm-mm. <laughs> and ha. <laughs> You're mm-mm. You do it all the time. I don't mm-mm. understand it. You don't eat <laughs> the film. <laughs> I, I do. It's yummy. It, it's you think of it for soup for the soul. That's what I think. Movies. If something's yummy, it's good for my insides. What the fuck yeah. are you talking about? I don't know. <laughs> I think lockdown's getting to me. I haven't been outside in a while. <laughs> anyway. But I like character. I like comedy. Um, I like storyline. So I think that w- this film is going to have this. Yeah. And it's not going to have a lot of guns. Oh. Or um, car chases. As far as I know. I don't recall oh. any guns or far, or car, or far chases. Well, <laughs> the last time you told me there weren't many gunfights was Indiana Jones and then there were so many gunfights <laughs> yeah but I've been right since John Wick I told you about all of the guns <laughs> oh that's true you did say John Wick's got a lot of guns <laughs> it's one you, one thing you need to know about old Wicky he's got a lot of guns that man has guns <laughs> <laughs> boom boom sticks he, he got guns and then he has more guns and he never seems to run out of bullets <laughs> no um, anyway supply bullets <laughs> 98% on Rotten Tomatoes, uh, funny, heartfelt, intelligent, as well as being a new angle on the rom-com, which is nice. Ah. It was hugely successful, <laughs> uh, the film. Um, it, it was uh, put on a number of best of the year lists. Uh, around midpoint of the year, it was number two on a list of the best oh. films of 2017. Uh, number one being Get Out, which we're also going to watch. Get um, Out. 2017 was a good year for film. Really good yeah. year for film. A lot of the lists made up of 2017 films. Wow. Um, we've already what seen happened? one. What happened in 2017 that everyone was like, let's just agree to make decent films? Just. Uh, I think part of the reason is that it's the first year I properly paid attention to the cinema. Um, oh, maybe. <laughs> I genuinely do think it's one of, like, Ghost Stories, Hereditary, Ingrid Goes West, uh, Get Out, This, <laughs> Girls Trip, Lady Bird three billboards shape of water it's just a brilliant year for film yeah thor ragnarok came out that year um that's the best marvel film like it was a good year for film <laughs> well well done 2017 should we just agree to all go back there we'll just let's go back go... to 2017 i think it was a good year 2017 for me great year i was starting uni i only had two breakdowns <laughs> oh wow but you were starting uni i was well i spent most of 2017 being 16 Oh, good lord. You're so young. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm little. So I would have been doing my GCSEs. I was certainly in secondary school. Yes, it's not really important. <laughs> no, it isn't. I was just casting my mind back, oh, thinking remember, of the good times. Remember the good times. <laughs> remember the good times. Yeah, the other thing that this film has is that it was nominated for uh, Outstanding Original Screenplay at the Oscars. So oh, get excited for a great original screenplay. Why is it called the Big Sick? Uh, cause she ill. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, sorry. I'm just imagining right a hospital, and it's just like that. She's been rushed in in an ambulance, and then they're all sat in the waiting room, and the doctor comes out. Like, I'm really sorry. She's got the Big Sick. Not even a little sick. Big Sick. Uh, sauce fam. Uh, sauce fam. That is that is how it goes. <laughs> I remember, yeah. remember the scene where the doctor goes. Hey, look, Kamal, sauce fam, but she's got the big sick. 
I mean, if that isn't in it now, I'm going to be real disappointed. <laughs> oh, I, I hate to tell you this, Georgia. I don't think it is. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I hate it when something happens in my mind and then not in real life. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that, do you want to... We didn't do the intro. We did. Did we? Oh, no, we didn't. Fuck. Um, <laughs> should we do it now or just... We'll do it now. Yeah. Hello and welcome to Educate in Georgia, the show in which we totally nailed that. Yeah. <laughs> we are professional on this show every single uh, time. Uh, oh, yeah. Fuck me. <laughs> I'm Steph, I know film. <laughs> I'm Georgia, I don't know film. And that's this is the end of it, so now you say <laughs> to the movies. <laughs> to the movies! Oh yeah, you've also you've seen like I don't know thirteen film like. <laughs> oh yeah, I've I'm doing I'm getting my education. I'm doing it. Yeah, fucking this is. <laughs> oh, I can't believe I forgot. You, know, you you okay? So you thought at the beginning of this this episode it was gonna be less of a car crash than the other one? And guess what? No. <laughs> uh, to the fucking movies. Here's your obligatory spoiler warning and the bit where I tell you to follow us on social media. Uh, Twitter at HatPackProd and Facebook and Instagram HatPackProductions. Do it! Also, just add us on whatever you're listening on. It makes me feel special. So, The Big Sick. Did you like it? I liked it big. A big much. Your big... Did it give you The Big Sick? <laughs> it, it gave me The Big Sick. Um... <laughs> I yeah, I thought if it was brilliant. If you don't at the end of this rate the film a big six out of ten out of five, <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I thought it was a wonderful. Uh, I mean, obviously, living through it must have been pretty hard, but oh god, I can't imagine the yeah horror. <laughs> mm, but it's such a wonderful story, and I think it's even more wonderful knowing it's true. Yeah, there are some obviously steps made to make it more of a film. They did not break up before the coma in real life. Oh. a couple. And honestly, the breakup kind of makes Kamala look like a piece of shit. Well, kind of. I understand. I I know someone who has been the secret. Right. Um, And I don't know how much... (laughs) No. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. People pretend not to know me, but they're not for religious reasons. Um... (laughs) No, we just don't like you. Which, yeah, it's just best for everyone's reputation if they just don't know who I am. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know how much it affected him, but I know that, specifically his family, it was always kind of like, oh, it is quite upsetting. And yeah. I know that it's not his fault. He does get kicked out of his family. Like, his mum doesn't yeah. even look at him. So oh, she it, does. I, she I, just doesn't want him to know that she's looking at him. Yeah. Which is kind of adorable yeah <laughs> it's like when you fall out with like a sibling you don't have siblings so you wouldn't know but when no. I fall out with my brother or sister and I'm like I'm not talking to you and then every time they're not looking they're not talking directly to me I'm looking at them to check they're not they know that I'm not talking to them <laughs> yeah <laughs> so I do get what he like the stakes are high and she can't comprehend those stakes yeah um but I do understand it from her point of view because well, she's already had a failed marriage and now she's kind of not only was he keeping some, that from her not being up front and saying look this is the situation do you mind or this is I'm going to have to meet other women because my mother won't take no for an answer and mm. I have to fit into my family but he like didn't he like didn't let her make that decision so now it's like 
he could have taken a future completely off the table without even consulting her. So I, I, I kind of get it. Fair. I mean, I get that side of it. It's more of his... Like, that whole scene is quite upsetting to watch. Oh, um, yeah. And he's a, he's a bit of a dick in that. And he's a bit of a dick throughout the early bits where he just lies constantly. And it yeah. kind of frames him as just not a nice person rather than just a guy who's mm. stuck in this awkward situation. Um, the two-day rule is horrible. <laughs> yeah, I kind of thought that was like not a joke as such but like that was something he said like in the beginning. Yeah. When I when they were being all he kept doing it. <laughs> when they were being like all coy and kind of like oh don't call me. And then when she and he said something about the two-day rule and I was like wait he did, like he kept that up like that was I mean, we have to be careful because this might all be real stuff from their life, but... (laughs) Ah, well. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows? I just, yeah, I think that the way that... Because the breakup had to happen, which meant that his... That her parents had to not like him as a person as well, so his behaviour early on in the hospital is kind of shitty. (laughs) Where they're like, Mm. we just don't want you here. She doesn't want you here. Please don't be here. He's like, no! (laughs) (laughs) I reject that. (laughs) Yeah. But on the other hand, he, he does actually grow as a person... Yes. And unlike a lot of rom-coms, even though Emily is definitely a manic pixie dream girl type character, um, (laughs) the breakup happens in the first act, and then he doesn't get to speak to her for ages, so she doesn't fix his problems. He has to learn to fix his own problems, and then then they can be together, rather than what the normal rom-com is, which is she fixes his problems, break up, they get back together. (laughs) Yeah. I think as well, the kind of... When she came out of the coma, and she was like... Oh, I'd, like, and he's there with all of his visitor badges and stuff and she's like nah I'm good thanks I was a bit like what do you mean take him back but it's kind of like yeah okay I get it because she's like all of the nice things you've done for me I wasn't there Yeah, like, I, I wasn't there for them which I, I was like okay you've got a point but then I was like but then if you like never see him again he's never going to be able to show you that he's changed Yeah. so I was a bit like mm. I don't know how I feel about that and then I was a bit and then I was like his dad turns up with the food and I was like mm, I'm not happy that that hasn't resolved but I'm glad that he still loves him but there's a step towards resolution and I think that's the whole point yeah the ending of the film leaves it ambiguous if they get together I remember watching this with my sister who's a big fan of um, very bad rom-coms and we uh. watched it together and I was like this is a rom-com you're gonna love it and she watched it and at the very end she was like that was rubbish they didn't get together we didn't get to see them getting married and being happy and I was like, mm, that's, that's not what it's about. What not what the story is, and like if you're going in for your cheesy rom-com goodness, you're not getting out of this film. Nothing is going to be easily resolved because people no. have to make work in real life to make those resolutions. Yeah. Oh wow, I sound so pretentious. So <laughs> so pretentious. Um, we love. It's a brand, but I was say when she's there at the comedy club, I was like, <gasps> and I was like, you know, take everything back that they shouldn't have got back together straight after the coma this needed to happen this was good yeah yeah I really liked that and I liked like you said it's, it wasn't easy there wasn't oh now she's come out of the coma she's forgiven him and it's yeah <laughs> she goes and kind of not apologises but like where they're on equal ground and he's like actually I'm moving to New York and she's like oh okay have fun and that they leave it there and I okay I would have been really disappointed if they'd left it there and you didn't see her at the comment like, that would have been devastating I would I would not have enjoyed <laughs> that ending <laughs> that would have been too far <laughs> you know who I feel sorry for Chris who? <laughs> oh, Chris his roommate know- 
who is not only the funniest comedian of that club, and everyone <laughs> just talks to him down, and I'm not just saying that because he does the same sort of thing that I do, <laughs> but like he just has this horrible, he has this, he has this one gig which seems to be going well, and then he asks two people why they came to uh, Chicago, oh. and they're like, oh yeah, my daughter's in a coma, and he's got this awkward silence to fill. <laughs> And it's like, and where are you from? <laughs> I, I, I understand, because I don't know if you know this, Georgia, but I've done a bit of stand-up myself. Mm. <laughs> a little bit of the open mic Yeah, that's night. where I was. Because I was not doing well. <laughs> <laughs> you were not professional. Manchester, and I, I'd had this bit where I would, like, go, how are you? And then everyone would cheer and go, no, not how are you, how are you, while pointing at one person and making them singling them out and then have a conversation with them and I was mm. like so hey how are you how's it doing how's your life and he went I've just broken up with my girlfriend and I sat there like <gasps> and I went oh yeah I get don't worry though man who needs a girlfriend that's just time wasted you could be spending watching porn am I right am I right I wasn't right <laughs> you weren't right <laughs> I mean kind of well done for the save but no <laughs> At least you said something, not nothing. Okay, cool, Um, moving on. (laughs) Let me tell you the story about a bird that stole a biscuit from me once. (laughs) (gasps) I um, I said so weird. (laughs) Yeah. I don't I don't doubt it. I've never seen your stand up, but like I don't doubt that it's weird. (laughs) So you know the set that he's giving when he kind of like breaks down and cries about Emily being in a coma? Yes. And everyone in the audience is like, Oh my god, what's happening? Yeah. Is this meant to be the set? Is this for what's happening? I mean, it could be a very Kaufman-esque sort of... Yeah. Testing the audience's boundaries of comedy. Because he does throw jokes in. <laughs> yeah, but I think he does that just anyway. I think yeah, that's true. a defence mechanism. But when I went to the Fringe and I saw James Acaster, he did a bit at the end and it was like... It, it was like he was having a breakdown on stage. And... That feeling of like, is this part of the set? Is he okay? Is he having a break? Is that should we laugh? Like, are we clapping? Like, what? Oh my god, that feeling is awful. <laughs> so I felt for every single one of those audience members. Thing is, though, he he's he's YouTube famous. He's the worst bomb ever. Now he's gonna exactly. That is a real gig that happened apparently. Oh, <gasps> Gianni really oh. did that gig while Emily B. Gordon was in the coma. Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> oh, honey. Again, I've ju- I. It's a obviously... miracle that his career managed to survive it. To be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what though? Like, obviously that's terrible for him, but obviously he's gone on to better things. I still feel sorry for that, those audience members because it, it's not okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> like this show that I saw um, James A. Carter do is uh, is now on Netflix, and I watched it. And it doesn't end the way that I saw it. And <laughs> I was like, man, was definitely having a breakdown. <laughs> I was like, oh no. It was like he'd had this really bad gig. Like people would like shouting out and putting stuff on the stage and like just being awful. And then he lights a Christingle at the end and a candle fell out of the tangerine and it like rolled away. And he was like, yeah, this is like, this is. Like this is perfect. This, I knew this was this is the worst way to end the worst gig that I've ever done. Um, yeah, I've got another show. And it's about why I want to give up comedy, but this is pretty much the reason why I want to give up comedy. So, um, and me and my mum were sat there like, we love you. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> yeah. Wow. 
sorry, James Acaster, but I'm glad you're doing okay now. I still, yeah, it seems to be all right. <laughs> I still like your stuff, and I still listen to your podcasts with Aid Gamble. So thanks. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks, James. Who thanks, definitely James. listening to this? Absolutely. I can't even like tag him you. and stuff because he's not on any of the social medias anymore. <laughs> James, don't. James, we want to tell we'll you how much to, we love you, James. We'll, we'll have to send it to Ed Gamble. Yeah, we'll send because, Ed Gamble and go, Ed, can you give this yep. to James? Can you just like forward this to James, please? Thanks, please, love Because oh. we're on a first name basis with both these people. Absolutely. Because <laughs> do you know what? It's funny because I think more with stand-up than anything else, because they're talking to you. Uh-huh. And you have this really weird false sense of, oh, yeah, I know that person. Oh, this happened to someone. Yeah. And, like, it's so bizarre. So then when you talk about them, it's like, oh, yeah, I remember, like, my friend, Sarah Millican, was just, like, chatting to me the other day, right? And uh, she was telling me. <laughs> Sorry, at no point have I ever gone, oh, yeah, my friend, Sarah Millican. No point do I think, oh, these comedians are my friends, with the exception of Nish Kumar, who I think I get along with really well. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I love it. But no, it's like, it's, I wouldn't, I, I'm not as much of a psycho to like talk to people, like when I'm talking to someone, be like, <laughs> oh yeah, this happened to a friend of mine. But I might remember a story that they've said and be like, someone said this, like this happened to someone I know. And I'm like, oh no, that was a comedian who doesn't know I exist. And this was part of their set, it might not even be true. Like, but because it's so it has this feeling of intimacy and like talking it it just you feel this closeness yeah so yeah so james yeah we are on first time basis <laughs> james you and i best friends forever best friends. you don't know i exist and i love you That's, yeah is <laughs> james a castle the comedian you most want to be this is not on the topic of the film at all at no, some point we need to I get mean, back to it but, Technically, it is because it's about a comic. So, yes, yeah, true. And it's is James Acaster the comedian you want to be friends with the most? Um, just a quick I reminder don't... that I do comedy. <laughs> <laughs> we're already friends, hun. Uh, <laughs> I've never yeah, seen yeah, your true. comedy. <laughs> Maybe that's why we're still friends. Yeah, that's um, mostly it. I haven't let any of my friends see the shows. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Do you know what? I would most like to have, like, Greg Davies. Oh my god, who wouldn't want to be friends with Greg Davies? As like my friend and like my mentor. And just I just want him to hold me. Because he's he's just, so big. Just give me and a just, big, big man hug. Yeah, I just want to All a big, our big Canadian man listeners hug. are gonna be so confused. So confused. What who I'm panicking to try and think of a Canadian <laughs> a Canadian stand-up comic that I like. I can't think of a single one. No. Oh, Stu 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 Francis? Is he? I think he's Canadian. We could Google Canadian comedians if you want. I'm gonna do it. (laughs) Um, Jim Carrey's apparently uh, Canadian. Is he? Apparently. I did not know that. Oh, Catherine Ryan! Who? Catherine Ryan! Oh, yeah! I forgot Oh, my God! (laughs) I want to be friends with Seth Rogen, but that's just, I mean, par for the course with me. (laughs) I do like Catherine Ryan. Yeah, me too. She's not she's not my favourite, but I do like her. Right, should we talk about um the film again? <laughs> uh, sure, if you want. If that's something. Uh, I was enjoying this conversation about comedy with you. It's just, you know. Yeah. <laughs> this is a podcast about a film. Yeah. So I, yeah, I, I mean, well, I get it. We want to talk about the film now, I guess. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I also feel sorry for Rick. Is that his Rick? name? Rick? Chris! Oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> 
Wow. I feel sorry for Rick too. He wasn't even in the film. I mean, (laughs) Jesus, could they cut? They cut Rick. They cut Rick. (laughs) How could they? Um, Yeah, I do feel sorry for Chris. I think everyone's down on him. I love Bo Burnham. I thought because I just because he's a comic and he was playing himself. I kind of thought Bo Burnham was playing himself. He wasn't playing himself, and that's no. I think, and this is this is possibly not true. I do think that he is meant to be based on T.J. Miller who is a terrible human being uh, for several yeah. reasons. But, but like he and Kamal Nanjiani came up in the same comedy circuit and he was the guy that everyone was like, he's going to make it. Oh, so okay. that's my assumption. I don't know if it's true. <laughs> well, I think he does call him CJ. Yeah, he's called CJ, not TJ. Big, cha- big change there. <laughs> oh, sneaky, sneaky. <laughs> um, but maybe it is TJ. Maybe I just misheard it. No, no, it's, um, I think they say CJ. Oh, okay. But yeah, I just sort of thought Bo Burnham was Bo Burnham. Um, and I was excited about that. One interesting fact about the film is that all of the people who played the comedians are obviously actual comedians. So they just got mm. them to write the sets. They told them, here's your character, here's the style they do. Here's now write a set. And they just, they wrote sets for the show, for the film. Oh, that's so cute. I think, again, if you're going to have a comedian at the heart of it, you have to have comedy written by comics. Yeah. I don't think you can and like this stand-up is one of comics two just... films we're watching that focus on stand-up comedians this one which is an actual comedy and later on we're watching the king of comedy which is not funny <laughs> oh that title is misleading as hell it is i love the film but it's not fu- we're not going to talk in detail about it but it's it's not it's not funny <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i didn't I didn't think this film was the funniest film I've ever seen. I thought I don't think it's the funniest film I've ever seen. I think yeah, I, there are it, definitely funnier films. There are even funnier films released that year. I mean, A Bad Mum's Christmas. Um, indeed. <laughs> Riot. Stitches all the way. All the way through. Just <laughs> Boss Baby also came out in 2017. Oh, wow. This was a good year. It was a great year. Um, um, anyway. Moving on. But yeah, I do think I like, it's... I did, funny it makes me chuckle it is funny yeah i think it has the only good 9-11 joke Um, (laughs) (laughs) i mean i haven't heard all 9-11 jokes i can't like i am yet to see a good 9-11 joke aside from that one yeah i do uh, who was the guy sam people say sam (laughs) people say sam i thought his set was worse than Chris's. Oh, his set was awful, but I think Which... we were meant to know. I think he was meant to be worse than Chris. I think Chris is like a generic comedian to those guys, or just like the fall guy that they make fun of. Yeah. Whereas Sam seems actually terrible. <laughs> people, people say Sam. Yeah. People say Sam. <laughs> Sam, what's up? No one cares. You should quit comedy. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So I, I certainly got laughs out of. I certainly got a laugh out of this film, and I do think. Because it isn't your classic rom-com. It's why I enjoyed it Yeah. so much. I loved... <laughs> I loved when um, the Emily's mum and dad kick off at the comedy club. Oh my god, brilliant. When she's like, what did you say? <laughs> like, oh, we've he... got an ISIS recruiter over here. It's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, and I think... Because he's trying to get the set back together. <laughs> Every time like, so toast. <laughs> toast. Toast is weird, huh? It's Toast like, is weird, though. You've got bread. It's like bread, and it's like... Uh-uh. Because you cook, cook the bread already to make the food, and then 
You cook, cook it, it again. <laughs> cook it again. It's like double fried chips. Oh, the need for it. <laughs> ah, they're good though. They are good. I like double nah, fried chips. Pretty good. I don't love toast. <laughs> <gasps> what do you mean? It's just cooked bread. I don't love bread either. <laughs> okay. Mister, I don't like bread. How do you eat sandwiches? Do you just stuff ham into your mouth and be like, Yes. "Mm, I will often buy a packet of ham and then sit there and eat a whole packet of ham. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. Sometimes if there is a packet of ham open, I will open the fridge and just like yoink a slice and be like... (laughs) Oh, yeah, that would be the healthy amount. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) That's the normal people thing. I once was very sad. I was very sad over the brief period where I was in my house alone over New Year bought an Mm -hmm. entire block of cheese that I was going to put like over some meals and ate the whole block. The whole. (laughs) I ate a whole block of brie in one night on Christmas Day uh, because the following day my family were like, oh, we're going to have a brie for lunch. And I was like, oh. No, Uh, no, you're not. (laughs) You thought. You thought you were having a brie. Yeah, that's good. Like the whole thing. I was like, no. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I mean, I had had some of it the night before, so it wasn't the whole brie. Yeah, it <laughs> just was most of the a brie. Majority of a brie, <laughs> but I think it's cute when Emily's mum—I forget her name. Uh, she's played she's by like, he- uh, Helen Hunt. That's not her name, but we'll her just call her Elastigirl. It's fine. Yeah, well, she's played by Elastigirl. <laughs> yep, Elastigirl, and she's like, "I'm not gonna be able to sleep." And uh, Kamal. No, it's not Helen Hunt. I don't know why I thought it was Helen Hunt. Kamal, yes. Kamal, um, and he's I, a, I think it's Kamal. Kamal, Kamal. Sure. The boy it's all about. Um, and he's like, do you want a stressy? <laughs> and she's like, yeah. And they just sit up talking and just eating. Holly Hunter. Just, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> just, just eating. And I think it's so nice. But obviously he tried to get out of being with them. Yeah. Which is fair. Now, I would not want to be in that oh, situation. Oh, God, no. Like, it's awkward enough being left with, like, parents. But, because it's How like... How often you... do you get left just in a room alone with your boyfriend's parents? Very little over lockdown. Well, no, um, not, that's not a surprise. Well, no. But I was like, your I haven't your boyfriend's seen just like, you know what I want you to do? Just infect my parents. Please my parents. kill my parents. <laughs> kill my parents. I want some inheritance. Please and thanks. Um, but I say I think it's going to be worse now because I haven't spent time with them. But it wouldn't be... It happened like on occasion, but it wasn't for very long or like... And we'd get on, we'd chat. I think I'd get on more with his mum than his dad. But I'd get it's on more not with everyone's I... mum. Yeah. What I'm saying um, is I'm going to bang your mum. <laughs> 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 you motherfucker. I am running um, on a lot less sleep than I usually have for these episodes. That's fair. Can you tell? <laughs> I'm running on a lot less sanity than usual. It's cool. But yeah, I, I think, like, I'm a good, I'm, I, I'm chatty, I think, and I'm sociable. So I think I can do it, but there is, like, I, w- I wouldn't be able to do it for a whole day. And he does it for days and days and days. In front and of coma. And it's like, yes. you've got to deal with the fact that these guys are stressing about their daughter being in a coma. You're stressing, mm. but you can't really show that you're stressed. Yeah, There's a great scene like... where he's looking at the pictures in the cig- cig- cigar box and like he's about to break into tears and then uh, Ray Romano enters and he puts yeah. it all down and closes the box. It's like, yeah, yeah, I'm good. It's like, yeah, oh. I'm fine. <laughs> it's brilliant. It's just like, yeah, I'm her kind of ex-maybe boyfriend, 
but you're her parents and it's like obviously this is worse for you than it is for me yeah but like i kind of gave up my family so you kind of guys are the only ones i've got right now <laughs> yeah it's uh and then the comedians are obviously not going to help because they're comedians <laughs> exactly comedians don't have empathy i think oh, that's... God, no. <laughs> <laughs> while we were discussing quite a harrowing situation i made a joke about banging your mum. <laughs> yeah which is fair <laughs> And I think some some people need that. Some people just need, like... If you crack a joke about it, it kind of gets better. Yeah. But not everyone's like that. And people do it, and then it's just like, it backfires, and you're like, oh, oh dear. I mean, it could be worse. <laughs> you could tell that highballs joke, which... Fucking... Oh. <laughs> like, uh, I can't believe they managed to find a joke that was so unfunny... It I know. physically made me cringe to hear it. Because <laughs> I was like, did I miss that? Uh, okay. Oh, no. And then, yeah. It's the, Obviously, oh, the I like joke is that it's not funny. Fully I mean, the scene turns back me. into funny, but holy yeah. crap, that joke might be the least funny joke I've ever heard. They had <laughs> to I say something. You got jealous of my oh. sister for making a decent joke about cows. Why did the cow go into the shops to buy some cow pole? Um, oh, when I, this was when okay. I was like five. My sister was two, and I was like, I got jealous. So I went, "Why did the zebra go into the shop to buy some zebra pole?" And that joke was not as bad as <laughs> the, the giraffe joke that Ray okay. Romano told. Right, I think okay, paired with the cow joke, that's not. It's not as bad. Standalone. Why did the zebra go to the shop to get the zebra? <laughs> that standalone is worse than the highball because at least of the highball uh, makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I do in my stand-up. This is why I haven't gone beyond open mics. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Potentially. No, no, no entirely. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, have you tried harder? <laughs> God, no, I'm too busy doing this shit. <laughs> well, indeed. And this is hysterical. Oh, I mean, we're so funny. So do it all the time. Just like zing, 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 give me your orphan. It's gold. <laughs> Um, anyway. <laughs> Fucking Christ. I know, right? But I just think that... Well, I was getting... I teared up a lot. Yeah, I well, did. You, I... you should. It's a, yep. it's, a, it's a very sad film. It's a big sad. It's it's a big sad. It's a big sick, so it's quite big sad. Yeah. And... <laughs> but I was like... When he's, like, running down the... Co- when he's, like, come now. And he's, like, running down the corridor. And I was like, oh, my God she's dead and i was like this is a true story i know she lives but like that was there's a little part of you in the back of your mind especially and if you go into this film it doesn't say this is based on true events like no. in the beginning because it's so loose <laughs> oh right <laughs> <laughs> but like Good. if you go into the cinema and just watch this film or you're watching it on amazon prime and you're like oh this is gonna be a fun like that moment is mm. very stressful And there's a lot of moments like that throughout where you're like yeah oh god is she gonna die <laughs> Because they hold back, because you see bits of his like really bad set, but he like holds back on the it's spread and stuff, and they can't, they're not going to move her for that reason. Yeah. And it's just like, and then they kind of reveal it. It's just like, oh my god. Yeah. And then it's just like, oh my god, she's going to die. Oh my god, she's going to die. And it's just like, no. And then it's like, well then, how? Where does it leave him? Because now he doesn't have any family. And can you just chill out with your kind of dead girlfriend's parents? I mean, I reckon he could. 
I mean, I reckon he could after that. They um, they were real close by the end of it. You would be. Yeah. E- even, well, even Holly Hunter was like, you're cool. And at the beginning, she put a bit of knitting on her chair to stop him from sitting down. Yeah, and you can't move knitting. You can't move knitting, it's too heavy. Um, mm. Once that's down, there's no going back. Well, if you touch knitting, you run the risk of unlooping it all. I think it's called unravelling, but there we go. That's the word I was looking for. Unlooping. <laughs> the joke unravelled when I forgot the word. Ah. Thank you. Oh, um, boy, oh, boy. Still on the open mic. <laughs> yep, catch him every Thursday. I, li- I love the fact that um, he's saying about being a comic, and he's like, I've got a joke for you. Because I think that must happen to comics Oh, I... so often. Yeah. I mean, I don't get it because people are like, well, there's no way you're going to take my jokes because you're not funny and you don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll do it to you now. This is a joke that I wrote. Oh, oh, okay. There you go. What does JFK stand for? Jonathan? Not a lot since Kent. he got shot. <laughs> 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 I was there making a Superman joke and you were like, dead he? <laughs> He's dead he? He doesn't understand. He's dead. I like that one. I mean, I'm not going to put it go. in... My favourite reaction that I usually get is, oh, you are quite funny, actually. Which is yeah. quite hurtful from my friends. <laughs> yeah. It's like, do you know what? You're actually quite funny. <laughs> when you when you say anything that's like, actually. I think if you put a compliment, if you have a compliment, like, oh, you're, that was really funny. And then put actually in front of it. It just, it, sucked, Very it turns it into a backhanded kind <laughs> like, hurtful. I used to think you were unfunny. And now yeah. I've seen that and I'm like, oh, there are moments. <laughs> Yeah, it's like I remember having like, oh, you're actually quite pretty, and it's just like, oh, oh thanks. It's but like, you are you actually quite pretty. That? I know. Um, <laughs> I'm not full out pretty, but like, if you actually, you're quite actually, pretty. you're quite like from a distance. Yeah. <laughs> if I have my glasses off, <laughs> squint a little bit, and I'm like far away. Beautiful. Um, I could almost mistake you for a human. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, uh. Um, <laughs> starting to feel like Chris. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I just th- you. Again, I don't think there's anything in this film that I was like, oh, I didn't like that. Are we on a run of five out of five films for a while. Do this you know is... what? I didn't want it to be true, but it might. We're not at the rating yet, so just you know, no. pretend that you've got more to talk about. <laughs> Indeed, I'll keep rambling. It's fine. But I think I've I've never seen like a film about a comic no, that no. isn't. I don't think I have seen a, or if or if I have, it's kind of about them do like films about musicians and stuff, and it's like about them becoming a biopic-y stuff. I'm not a fan of biopics. We'll talk about that yeah. later. But I, yeah, I don't like a biopic. This is not a biopic. It is a no, story. It, which it's is... just their story, and I think I, even the kind of. <laughs> He's got an air mattress, not a proper mattress. It's little stuff like that, and it's just that. And like the, it's the, not the, going well. The third date film, the the third date film, which I'm sure is a real thing. I don't. I've never been in a relationship long enough to uh, put someone through a test of a film. It would be mm. the Muppets because if you don't like the Muppets, something's wrong with you. Fair. <laughs> like That's basically, fair. deep down, wrong <laughs> with you. They're just <laughs> like probably oh. killed. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't really like it. Get out! <laughs> We're through. And Mean Girls, because as it turns out, there are people out there who think it's shit. 
<laughs> that was a wrong time to take a drink of water. <laughs> Do you have a film that you would be like, hey, if you don't like this, it's over? Is it Con Air? <laughs> oh my god, it's definitely Con Air. Um, I don't, I don't think so. I think it's more like comedy. Mm. I think it's like if I'm like, oh, like I watch a lot of stand up, and they're like, eh, no, I don't really like it. I think that would be a like a, ooh. Oh, okay. What are we going to talk about then? Because like, I, I, I think dark comedy is very funny. Oh god! Yeah. And I think I think my perspective is there is a lot of healing for people who do really dark comedy, and I think Daniel Sloss says because he talks about his disabled sister, and he's like, "I'm talking about my sister. Why are you like?" who are you getting offended for i knew her you didn't like you, you're getting offended because you think you're on a high horse like this is my set this, this is what giraffe, i think actually. it's funny yeah the high horse, <laughs> the high horse. <laughs> got high balls on it yeah <laughs> that'd be a really funny joke because a high ball is because a, a high ball's a drink and it's something like <laughs> a giraffe being tall would have yeah, high balls, have high balls. <laughs> mm. <laughs> no yeah you've been in a relationship for a while do you reckon mm. did you reckon that your boyfriend showed you a film to test your worthiness he was really eager to show me um cats pulp fiction <laughs> <laughs> he was really eager to show me pulp fiction did you like pulp fiction because i'd have a scene i enjoyed it i thought it was too long but <laughs> oh god yeah it's so long and just too gratuitous um <laughs> Yeah, but I think on the most part we agree on films. He does like more actiony kind of fair superhero stuff, where I'm not really that bothered. Um, hey, don't say superhero with so much malice in your voice. I know. I just you and I are gonna have I've problems. Never, <laughs> yeah, I've just never really been a fan. Um, it's fine, but yeah, but I think on the but because our comedy taste on the most part matches. Yeah, it is good and i think my friend sue from uni when she was saying oh yeah i really love stand-up like when we were first getting i was like yeah we can be friends this is it we're gonna get close this is cool like we became friends because you made a joke about gills (laughs) 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 oh my god was that when i was um doing the hot seating for yeah, Caliban. Yeah, you were playing Caliban and we were hot seating you and I was like, what's your best route? You went, Gills. Or Gills? <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think that's it. So rather than feel, because I'm, as I'm sure as we're is... aware, <laughs> as is clear, I don't have a standing for, oh, you should watch this film, it's really good. <laughs> yeah, yeah I your know best option film. so far has been Con Air. Con Air. <laughs> <laughs> I stand by Con Air. Like a loyal wife. <laughs> He may not be pretty, and he may not make a huge amount of sense, but my God, do I love him. That's my piece. <laughs> Remember how we were saying I was really now. funny? <laughs> <laughs> All I can say is at least it's not as much of a shit show as the other one. <laughs> yeah, again, like we said, it's really hard to be funny and talk about a film that I can't find a fault with. You don't have to look for faults. I'm sure that there's fu- there's funny things in the good. And to be honest, the point of this, that if, if I want to watch bad films with you, I'd be watching bad films with you. I have a yeah. large collection. <laughs> no, I know, but like a lot, like 
the picking the talking about the film the picking at it it's like the finding things in it that i didn't agree with i didn't understand or like having a discussion about it when it's just good it's like we're both agreeing that it's good and it's just like ah nice one um (laughs) well done good job um yeah i say i can't there is like with little miss sunshine there is just no reason that i can't give this a five out of five could give it a big six out a big six out of five i'm not because i enjoyed little miss sunshine more than this so i can't <laughs> give it more than little miss sunshine but your okay, favorite film five out of five it's my favorite film was i right? <laughs> right yeah yeah well done good job thank you i mean i don't think it's the best film ever i don't think it's a five out of five film oh wow As I, there's only one five out of five film <laughs> But okay. no, I don't. I think there are. I think there are better films. Loads of better films than this. Mm. Like a lot of my favorite films, I think there are better films than it. Uh, Hairspray, yeah. the film of the musical, not the original Hairspray film, is one of my favorite films, and that is tripe. <laughs> <laughs> it's trash. <laughs> um, yeah, I think obviously your favorite film doesn't have to be technically good. It's no, just it something makes you feel that, warm and fuzzy. It just makes you feel nice, and I think. Yeah, that was a really good film. It's a beautiful story and made even more beautiful by the fact that it's based on something that happened to actual real, people real who people are who in it. Managed who to avoid see. offending for an entire episode, which I think I... We deserve impressive. a pat on the back. Should we end this podcast well saying, come on, Lanciani, cut. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> <There> it. <you> <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to keep having to break out that censorship. I'm glad I downloaded the censorship sound. <laughs> Do you know what? A little part of me got really excited when I heard it for the first time. When it was like bleeped, I was like, oh my god! Because <laughs> it felt so pro. Um, but I, do you know what? I I forgot to say. Um, they're playing themselves. Well, one of them is. So Emily V. Gordon is not an actress. She does comedy writing and producing and podcasting. Oh, okay. But she's not an actress. Um so Zoe Kazan plays her. Oh, okay. Kamal's off so playing himself. <laughs> yeah, he's playing himself. And I wonder how difficult it was to, like, put himself back in that time. Oh, my God, it was probably harrowing. It's really yeah. nice, though, I will say, seeing Kamal Nanjiani as a comedic romantic lead in a film. Yeah. He's not normally a romantic lead. I, I love Silicon Valley. It's where I first saw him. Mm. And in Silicon Valley, he's hilarious, but the point of his character is that he's a sad virgin <laughs> yeah the um, kind of sidekick comic he, character yeah he and um martin star are the sidekicks of that show and they're hilarious uh, martin star does get laid though a lot that's not the point but yeah it's nice to see this guy who's made a career out of being like a massive nerd who and and like it's nice to see him being a romantic lead yeah um even though nice he's a guy is... who appreciates x-files more than vel lavelle Vela, <laughs> I know you're not you're not playing yourself, Vela, but you made me almost hate Crazy Ex Girlfriend as a result of your comments about X Files. <laughs> uh, uh, wow, <laughs> that was obviously a joke. I love Crazy Ex Girlfriend; great show. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he got to be a romantic lead despite having the worst one man show there is. Oh my god, um, awful! One man shows are bad. It's part of the problem with La La Land. I cannot buy that a woman puts on her one man show and then becomes big. I <laughs> say <laughs> oh, so the only successful one woman show, one man show I've ever heard of is Fleabag, and I think there's a reason for that. 
Yeah, because they're all awful. It's like, you know plays. Do you like plays? Yeah, strip it down. One person monologue whole way through and it's, it's just, kind of awkward. It's, it's not a play. It's one person talking at you. It's not even stand-up where you can be yeah. funny with it. You just and it, it's Oh, it's not stand-up. It doesn't last you. like an hour. Oh, no, no, no. Full-length play. One yeah. person it's talking at you. <laughs> <laughs> well, when he was doing like all this factual stuff about Pakistan, I was like, is this just a TED Talk? Like, what? I mean, I think... that, that, that I'm, I'm hoping to God that that's a joke. But... <laughs> uh, <laughs> written but into how, the film. But... <laughs> how self-critical would it be if he was like, yeah, genuinely, this was my step on my show, and this is how bad it was. I'm sorry for anyone who watched it. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> anywho, next, next week, week uh, we're going way back Ooh. to uh, the first full-length animated feature film, <gasps> Snow White. Ah, yeah. It's My nan saw that, like in cinema. Wow, your nan is old. She My is. nan might have too. I don't know. Well, ask. Ask the nans! Nan corner! (laughs) Do you reckon we could get your nan on for the episode as a guest? (laughs) Oh my god, yeah! (laughs) I promise not to be as vulgar as I usually am. (laughs) Uh, uh, And now over to Jean. Fuck! (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, do you want to give us a a cackle? (laughs) Yes! Yes, you did! Should we? Okay, so you've got like a button that does the uh, like the for the swears. Yeah, you need like a cackle button. It's just like I'm not downloading a cackle button. I like forcing you to do it. Uh, <laughs> sick pervert. <laughs>